What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock news block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Police and the U.S. Coast Guard searched Lake Michigan off Waco Beach on Thursday night for two swimmers but found nothing and believe there may have been a false alarm. Bridgman Police Chief Dan Unruh tells us police were called to the beach shortly before 11 p.m. after a witness reported seeing two teenage girls going into the water and having trouble. However, an extensive search of the water and the beach found nothing. Police checked all campsites at Waco Beach and everyone's accounted for. No one's been reported missing. Chief Unruh says if there were two girls swimming, he hopes and prays they got out safely. There have been no reports from other police agencies of anyone missing. Police and the Coast Guard stopped the search after about three hours. The new state budget is good news for Berrien County, although some of the benefits are one-time only. The Berrien County Board of Commissioners was briefed this week by Mike Crombean of Consulting for Midwest Strategies on the budget. Crombean said one positive is a 4% increase in revenue sharing. Another is $200,000 for the county to study a new jail. He said more broadband funding will be coming in the next year or so via the federal BEAD program, which recently awarded Michigan $1.5 billion. Because you were successful in getting a Robin Grant, you're ahead of a lot of places in the state. But just because the money gets awarded or the money shows up in Michigan for BEAD doesn't mean that these networks are going to be built overnight. This is going to take some time to build out and get set up. Looking at what lawmakers will do next, Crombean said there's likely some short-term rental legislation coming this fall. We believe that the legislation we may see this fall get introduced is actually going to be more beneficial for locals, that it will protect some local control and set some guardrails on how to manage short-term rentals and what tools locals can use. Certainly stay away from gutting zoning, which was sort of the big issue. Crombean said the budget includes $1 million for a waste and recycling transfer station in Benton Harbor and $100,000 for a water career and workforce development pilot program in Benton Harbor. Regarding the $150 million to restart the Palisades plant, he said it signals state lawmakers are serious about supporting the effort. Crombean said, quote, Michigan is all in on it and we'll come up with another $150 million if the federal government does its part. Congressman Bill Heisinger is serving on the new bipartisan fiscal forum, a group dedicated to sounding the alarm about the nation's debt load. He and Democratic Congressman Scott Peters of California announced the group's creation this month. Heisinger tells us the panel is holding meetings to spread the message about the unsustainability of the debt. There are some folks who I call debt deniers. Unfortunately, these are folks who believe we don't have a debt issue and a debt crisis. And they think as long as we can just keep paying the interest payments, we're fine. Well, the problem is, is that we are seeing interest rates return to their historic norms, which means we now are paying as much interest on the debt as we have ever done. And it is approaching our entire Defense Department budget. It's also approaching our entire domestic programs budget. Heisinger says the group is going to publish bipartisan op-eds to educate others on the problem and make it clear Republicans aren't the only ones who are concerned. He says the group won't move as quickly or as far as he would like, but it's important to have conversations about the debt before it becomes so onerous that critical programs are threatened. Longtime Berrien County Commissioner Kenneth Wenzel has died. He was elected to the Berrien County Board of Commissioners in 1969 and served 30 years, with 20 as the chair of the Finance Committee. As a commissioner, Wenzel worked to bring an MSU extension office to the county. 
He was also the lifelong member of the Farm Bureau. The Berrien County Board of Commissioners this week held a moment of silence for him. Wenzel is survived by his wife of nearly 67 years, Leola. He leaves behind six grown children, 12 grandchildren, and 10 great-grandchildren. He died on June 14th at the age of 91. A new edition of the Van Buren County Recycling Guide has been released. The County Recycling and Materials Management Coordinator says the guide can help anyone find resources for all kinds of items. The book features an A to Z list of materials like concrete, household goods, motor oil, and more. It also has a list of all the drop-off transfer stations for trash and recycling in Van Buren County. The cover of the book highlights Fish Over Troubled Water, a project by artists Jeff and Teresa Heaton in Lawrence. Their art focuses on reusing found materials to make art, and Fish Over Troubled Water includes trash found on the shore of Lake Michigan near South Haven. Support from Green Earth Electronics Recycling, Biz Aid Recycling, Paw Paw Rentals, and the Van Buren Conservation District help to print up the new books. You can pick them up at libraries throughout Van Buren County or the Van Buren Conservation District. Governor Gretchen Whitmer officially signed Michigan's new $24.3 billion education budget into law this week. During a signing ceremony in Sutton's Bay, the governor said the bipartisan bill provides a record amount of money to make sure kids are learning. This is the highest per pupil funding in state history, which means more in-class resources for your children and your grandchildren. We've increased per pupil funding by 22% since I took office. We closed the funding gap between districts, and so every child gets the same resources no matter what zip code they live in. The budget also provides free breakfast and lunch at school for 1.4 million Michigan students. Michigan Works is planning its next job fair for Thursday, August 10th in Benton Harbor. More than 20 employers will be on hand to meet candidates and fill open positions. The fair will be held at the Michigan Works Service Center on West Main Street in Benton Harbor on the 10th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Michigan Works Varian Cass Van Buren Business Solutions Director Marco Riley says the agency's hiring events this year have been a major success for Southwest Michigan employers and job seekers. The event will feature employers from several industries. They include Corwell Health, K Manufacturing, Health Help at Home, the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, First Student, Tri-County Head Start, the Inn at Harbor Shores, and more. Those who attend should arrive ready to interview and with an updated resume. They're also encouraged to register. We'll have a link to the registration site at our website. And Corwell Health says its veggie van continues to make its way around Berrien County this summer. The mobile farmer's market offers free locally grown fruits and vegetables along with nutrition information and stops in the coming weeks include Benton Harbor and Berrien Springs. It was in Niles earlier this week. The veggie van will visit the First Church of God on Euclid Avenue in Benton Harbor on August 30th from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. It'll be at University Medical Specialties in Berrien Springs on September 13th from 2 to 3.30 the events will be held drive through style, and everyone can remain in their vehicle as they pick up a bag of fresh produce. A total of 100 bags will be available on a first-come, first-served basis. The goal of the veggie van is to ensure fruits and vegetables are available to people who otherwise have limited access. WSJM News now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture and Dwozhak, where furniture shopping is fun. A big meeting with major artificial intelligence companies was on President Biden's agenda today. The White House says the companies are committing to additional testing, watermarking, AI-generated content, and sharing information about the risks of the technology. 
More from ABC's Karen Travers. President Biden touted the voluntary commitments from several big tech companies, including Google, Meta, Microsoft, and OpenAI, to add more transparency and safety to their AI technology and the content it generates. These commitments, which uh, the companies will implement immediately, underscore three fundamental principles, safety, security, and trust. These moves by these tech companies are not being mandated by the government, so it's not clear how they'll be held accountable. The president called it, quote, a promising step. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. A federal judge in Florida has set a trial date for next May for former President Donald Trump in a case charging him with illegally retaining hundreds of classified documents. The May 20th, 2024 trial date was set today by U.S. District Judge Eileen Cannon. It's a compromise between a request from prosecutors to set the trial for this coming December and a request from defense lawyers to schedule it after the 2024 presidential election. If the date holds, it would follow close on the heels of a separate New York trial for Trump on dozens of state charges of falsifying business records. Authorities in North Dakota are releasing more information about last week's shooting that left a police officer dead and two officers and a civilian hurt. ABC's Brian Clark has more. Last week's attack on police officers in Fargo was a true ambush. None of the officers even had so much as an opportunity to turn, to crouch, to grab for their, their service weapon. Nothing. North Dakota Attorney General Drew Wrigley said the gunman, Mohamed Barakat, had searched for ways to inflict maximum damage. Explosive ammo. Kill fast. Incendiary rounds. Mass shooting events. How to, I guess. Barakat was shot and killed by other officers. Brian Clark, ABC News. Russian cruise missiles have destroyed farm storage buildings in the Odessa region of Ukraine. Ukrainian officials said three missiles hit early today. The Kremlin's forces are expanding their targets following a three days of bombardment on the region's Black Sea port infrastructure. Other Russian missiles also damaged what officials described as an important infrastructure facility southwest of the port of Odessa. It appeared to be part of an ongoing Kremlin effort to cripple Ukraine's food exports after Moscow abandoned a wartime deal allowing the shipment of grain via the Black Sea. In Turkey, President Erdogan said Western countries should address Russia's demands in order to restore the Black Sea grain corridor. New Jersey is suing the federal government over New York's plan to toll drivers in Manhattan's Central Business District. More from ABC's Dave Packer. New Jersey drivers are already tolled when they cross the Hudson River to enter New York City. Now a new plan that would reduce congestion by having drivers pay an additional toll for entering Midtown and Lower Manhattan has Jersey drivers saying enough. The plan that would raise money for mass transit has been in the works for several years and just got a green light from the Federal Highway Administration. New Jersey now suing the FHA, claiming the plan would just shift pollution to other areas while at the same time imposing an unfair cost on commuters from New Jersey. Dave Packer, ABC News. Tony Bennett, the eminent stylist and last of the great saloon singers whose devotion to classic American songs and knack for creating new standards like I Left My Heart in San Francisco, raced a decades-long career, has died at the age of 96. His publicist said he died today. Bennett often said his lifelong ambition was to create a hit catalog rather than hit records, which he accomplished through more than 70 albums. Bennett was often praised by fellow performers, but never more meaningfully than by what Frank Sinatra said in a 1965 Life magazine interview. Sinatra said, quote, for my money, Tony Bennett is the best singer in the business. The Department of Transportation says it's investigating why passengers on a Delta flight Monday were forced to endure extreme heat on board as the plane sat on the tarmac. 
At least one person was taken to a hospital. Morph maybe sees Jay O'Brien. The Atlanta-bound plane sat on the tarmac for hours waiting to take off Monday in Las Vegas, where temperatures reached triple digits. Multiple people were treated for heat-related injuries, according to an eyewitness, and at least one was taken to the hospital. The Department of Transportation announced Thursday it's looking into what went wrong in a statement Delta apologizing to passengers and saying it's also looking into the incident. Jay O'Brien, ABC News. A senior administration official says President Joe Biden has chosen Admiral Lisa Franchetti to lead the Navy. If confirmed, she'd be the first woman to be a U.S. military service chief. Biden's decision to tap Franchetti, who has broad command and executive experience, goes against the recommendation of his Pentagon chief. Insiders long believe that Franchetti was the front runner for the job, though. Franchetti is the current vice chief of operations for the Navy. If confirmed, she would break another significant barrier by becoming the first female member of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And it's looking like it'll be a big weekend at the box office, possibly record-breaking. Morph maybe sees Jason Nathanson. Get that Barbie! A lot of people will be getting that Barbie. The film could set records in its debut this weekend. If it opens to $100 million or more, it could take the prize for the best opening weekend for a film directed by a solo woman, the best opening weekend for a comedy, and more. Oppenheimer expected to open strong as well. This is a matter of life and death. Could be $50 million, could be more. But if both movies fire on all cylinders, it'll be the biggest total box office weekend since before the pandemic. Jason Nathans and ABC News, Hollywood. It's happening, isn't it? WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.